welcome to the first episode of the Columbus Uncut Podcast. I am your host, Sean, here with my co-host, Caleb. How you doing, bud? Good to be here, man. We finally made it. We're, we're making a podcast. How about it? We're making a podcast. We're doing things. So to get started, we just wanted to give everyone a little bit of background about us. Um, so my name is Sean. I am originally from Fremont, Ohio, a small town in northwest Ohio. Really, all anyone knows about Fremont is that Charles Woodson is originally from Fremont, and it's close to Cedar Point. Uh, other than that, there's not much. I went to Ohio University, where I majored in outdoor recreation and education, so I pretty much kayaked and mountain biked and camped and hiked and backpacked my way through four years of college, and it was pretty awesome. Once I graduated, I commissioned in the Army, did six years in the active duty Army, where I got to live all over the place. I lived three years in Hawaii and did some time in Virginia, Alabama, Georgia, Um, and then when I got out, I finally made it back here to Ohio and and Columbus, where, where I wanted to be. So, really excited to be here and get this podcast started. How about you, Caleb? I haven't done nearly as much stuff as Sean has done, uh, but I am Caleb. I'm 29 years old from Marysville, Ohio. I went to Fairbanks Elementary, Middle School, and High School. Um, As Sean said, the most famous person to come out of his high school was, uh, or not his high school, but in the area of where he's from, Charles Woodson. I can say something different. The most famous person to come out of my high school, a classmate of mine, would be Margot Gear. Um, she is now the head swimming coach at Alabama. So she's kind of a big deal. Margot, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the pod. So uh, just keep that in mind. Um, but continuing on, uh, after high school, I went to Ohio State, majored in professional golf management. Uh then was a golf pro for 10 years after that. Met a lot of cool people, played a lot of cool golf courses, um, but I'm no longer doing that, and now I deliver beer for a living. So uh, I'm giving the people what they want, and that's the nectar of the gods. The nectar of the gods. So if you got a beer in your hand right now, you have Caleb Tibank. You're welcome. Well, as we move on and as we start this podcast and get things rolling, we figured it'd probably be a good idea to let everyone know kind of why we got into this podcast or why we decided to start it. And, you know, starting with me, it came really from two things. And it one was the friendship that Caleb and I have built now since I've been here six to eight months in Columbus to give everyone a little bit of background on us. So um, our wives actually were classmates in high school. So they were friends, and once we moved down here and we were in the area, they were hanging out, so that turned into me and Caleb hanging out. Um, And we'd spend Friday nights in his basement, uh, drinking beer, watching sports, having all kinds of crazy conversations, um, getting deep into sports history and everything else that we can talk about uh, as we're drinking beers on Friday night, watching some basketball, football, whatever it is. And through that, we just, you know, all the conversations we've had, it turned into going out and golfing and meeting some interesting people. As as you'll learn, Caleb, through his profession, knows all kinds of people in the Columbus area and and elsewhere and some interesting people. So 
that'll be something to look forward to in the future. But that that's the first thing that spurred this for me. And then the second thing was just being able to highlight the city of Columbus as, as the podcast is called, Columbus Uncut. Uh, I've always wanted to live here. It's a place that I really set was set on getting to once I got out of the military. So I felt like this is also a great way to highlight some of the great aspects of Columbus and all the things we can do here, all the opportunities there are here, the great businesses. You know, as a Buckeye fan, we got the, the Buckeyes here, um, but we also got great other great sports teams. You know, you got the Clippers, the Blue Jackets, but there's just so, so many things to do down here, so much great opportunity in this city. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to highlight those things and the people that are in it. Um, and they're really looking forward to it going forward. How about you, bud? Yeah, I think you uh, absolutely hit the nail on the head there with the beginning part. But you did leave out of the, you know, we watched a ton of sports. We had great conversation, whatever. You forgot all the great dancing that we've all done down here in the basement those of you listening, if you've been down here, you know exactly what we're talking about. Some great times had down here in the basement bar. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me was not only what Sean said with our friendship and just how we've talked about you know, all types of sports and all the conversations we've had, but also my weird fascination with like radio and talk shows and uh, I've always wanted to do something like that. It's been something I've always thought about, but obviously I'm not qualified to be on the radio, but I think I am qualified to be on a podcast. Uh, so here we are, and uh, I'm looking forward to all the guests and all the great content and all the stories that are going to be told on this podcast. I think it's going to be a legendary time, that's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a legendary time, as most of the times are that we have together. I will say it's not weird that you like radio, because I had jobs growing up where I was in a truck pretty much all day, and I used to love listening to the morning radio shows and all the banner, and it always seemed like they were having such a blast. And you get to do this, but you don't have to get up at 3 a.m. to be a morning talk show host well, on the radio, so that's a plus. Yeah, and on top of that, we get to drink beer while we do this. I don't think radio hosts actually get to drink legal. Well, maybe not legally is probably not the right word, but it's probably frowned upon. Otherwise, like right now, it's not frowned upon for us to be drinking while we're recording this episode. Yeah, I would imagine, as with most professions, it's probably frowned upon to drink some beers while you're on the radio. But luckily we're not, so we got the podcast. Exactly. We're ready to roll. Before we continue on to our next segment, uh, I just want to remind everybody to give us a follow on our socials uh, on Instagram, uh, at Columbus underscore uncut, and on Twitter, at Columbus Columbus underscore uncut as well. Um, we're going to post our uh, feed uh, so where you can find our podcast, which will hopefully be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find it. Um, we're still working on the logistics of that. Uh, and then we're also going to be posting a poll question um, from each of our episodes. And then we're going to be posting on both Instagram and Twitter the beers that we're going to be drinking, which leads us into our very first segment that we'll have every single week, the beer segment. And uh, I'm going to be bringing that to you 
uh, every single week. Um, so basically, each week uh, we're going to be trying a brand new beer. Uh, they're going to vary. You know, it could be a double IPA, it could be a pale ale, it could be a bush latte. I mean, we have no idea what we're going to get involved with, but it's going to be something new every single week. Uh, then we're going to talk about it, give some facts, uh, like where the brewery's at, what kind of hops are in the beer. Um, and then at the very, very end, we're going to rate it. And uh, our rating scale, since this is Columbus Uncut, and like Sean said earlier, uh, we're big fans of the Buckeyes, obviously. We're going to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 Buckeye Leaves. So one being this is the worst beer you've ever drank in your entire life, and ten being it is the nectar of the gods. Uh, so that's the plan. Uh, it's going to be even better once we bring guests into the picture because they're going to get to try the beer with us. Uh, we'll get some outside, uh, I don't know, uh, thoughts on what they think of the beers that we try and uh, maybe get a suggestion from them on what we should try so you ready to get started here sean i'm ready this is again a normal normal friday night for us we're just happy we get to to share it with everyone else let's get it started all right beer has been cracked so today's beer we are trying is called the hop cyclone by trogues independent brewing company it is a hazy double ipa a nine percenter so we're gonna be really having a great time by the time this episode's over with because i'm sure there'll be more than one of these drank before we're finished um it's brewed with citra sabro sultana and simcoe hops and actually has an orange color which i mean most beers have somewhat of an orangish reddish color, but this one is like almost a translucent, translucent orange. Uh, so it's pretty good. I don't know. What do you think so far, Sean? I really uh, enjoy it. I am a big uh, hazy IPA fan, so I mean anything that you double is even better. <laughs> so you're, uh, you're not wrong. Hazy double IPA. It's really good. Um, I mean, just just to give you my thoughts on on it, it's smooth um, for a nine percenter. It's not not something you're choking down, um, and definitely something I can sip on as we get through the the rest of this podcast. And uh, a great beer to start with. Yeah, that's for sure. And I have to say, it brings a lot of similarities to one of our all time favorite basement beers that we have while we're watching sports in Bodie. That high ABV that's real smooth that you have one to three and you're ready to knock back a ton. You know what I mean? It's right. definitely I mean, one of those beers. The Bodie, I mean, we ha- we aren't talking about it, but it's definitely our highlight beer oh. uh, here. Yeah. And it's just really anywhere you can, when as you, you grow up and you mature and you're not in the college bush light, natty light days anymore, you look for the... The bang for your buck, and I mean, right here is where you get it with the, the hop cyclone. I mean, it's delicious, uh, smooth, nine percent. But it, it's not something you have to choke down. It's not anything that you know. It's I mean, I could have more than one of these for sure. Um, and and at the end of the night, 
you're probably going to be uh, feeling a pretty good buzz if you have a couple of these. Yeah, definitely a good move. Um, so some more facts about uh, not just the beer, but the brewery itself. Like I said, it's called Trogues Independent Brewing. Um, it's based out of Pennsylvania, started by two brothers, John and Chris Trogner, or Trogner, not sure how you say it, but kind of goes with the uh, the title of the brewing company. Founded in 1997, so it's been around for quite some time, which I didn't start hearing about this brewing company, I feel like, until like maybe two, three years ago, so... Yeah, for me it was two or three weeks ago, but I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they have great stuff. A uh, really crazy fact I found online is that they have created over 442 beers from scratch. Wow. So, I mean, they they definitely test the waters. They do a bunch of crazy shit just to, you know, put out a bunch of good beers. And they found a way to make really good beers the, by doing that. The Ben and Jerry's of beer. Yeah, yeah. Right here. Literally. Putting Ben and Jerry to shame. Exactly. But uh, so some of the ones that I know, uh, not necessarily from drinking all of them, I've had some of them, but uh, their most popular ones are Perpetual IPA, Sunshine Pilsner. That is one I've had. It's delicious. Uh, Haze Charmer, uh, Dreamweaver Wheat, and then my last, another favorite of mine, Lucky Holler, which Sean and I had a uh, great night at the depot a few nights ago, uh, up back where Sean's from, and, uh, you know, one thing led to another. Next thing you know, I was ordering Lucky Haulers like it was my job. And, uh, yeah, so you could say I'm a big fan of Trogues Brewing Company. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Right. I'm, yeah, I didn't know that when we had the Lucky Holler at the depot, shout out to Fremont again. Um, that it was from Trogues. So I guess that's two uh, beers now that I've had from this brewery, and I'm going to say I'm a fan of both. Yeah, definitely good stuff. Now, like I said before, we are going to post a picture of this on our Instagram, and we're going to throw it up on Twitter. That way, if you guys want to try it, um, definitely give it a try. It's delicious. I know how to get some, so if you want to get some, get a hold of me, and I can make it happen. Um to finish it off here, we're going to go ahead and rate it on our scale of 1 to 10 Buckeye Leaves. So, Sean, let's uh, let's get your rating here first. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start out with a strong rating. I'd give this a 7 out of 10 Buckeye Leaves. You know, I'm a, it's right up my alley. Like I said, I'm a big hazy IPA guy, and it's a hazy double IPA. It's so smooth. It's delicious. Um, great summer beer. Uh, something that I would not mind drinking on a hot summer day um, outside, but also a great basement drinking beer while watching some sports, hanging out. So I'd, I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10 Buckeye Leafs. Yeah, I think that's a great score. Uh, eventually, if we ever turn this into like a video podcast or like a live podcast thing, we're definitely going to have to get like a graphic of a Buckeye helmet, throw those leaves up on the helmet, you know, so it looks like we're... Oh, yeah. You're seeing the sausage made right before your ears, folks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm actually going to, not to be, you know, just like a copycatter, but I'm going to give it the exact same score, 7 out of 10. Uh, 6 seems way too low for me, and 8 seems a little bit high. It is good, but once I get in that 8 to 10 Buckeye Leaf range, I'm talking like 
I'm not. I'd rather drink this than water, right, which normally I would. Yeah, but at that point, you're getting towards the top of the peak, right? You know? you're, that's cream of the crop, right? And I, this is close, but I wouldn't say not creme de la creme. Exactly, right. you, you put the words right into my brain. So that's the beer segment for today. Really looking forward to next week when we can uh, try another beer, and on top of that, try a beer with our very first guest. Very first guest, who uh, I'm sure we will announce at the end of the show. Yep. Today. Yep. Um, but you know, I look forward to the beer segment moving forward, uh, and and moving on, I look forward to our next uh, little segment for this week's episode. In the spirit of podcasting, we uh, decided to talk about some of our favorite podcasts that we are currently listening to, that we have listened to, um, that really influenced us, and and we hope and aspire to be nearly as successful as as some of these that we're gonna mention but i i think uh we got a good list here we each came up with three um and i'll go ahead and kick it off so the first one on my list uh and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention these guys is the buckeye sloopcast uh jared and kyle have had the buckeye sloopcast going for i think it's about five or six years now i actually started listening to them while i was out in hawaii which was my first duty station that i, I went to after um college uh, the Buckeye Sloopcast is a Buckeye podcast made by fans for the fans. So these guys um, really, you know, follow Buckeye football, but they don't follow it from, you know, a I, I don't know the correct term, but for lack of a better word, like an elitist reporting professional journalist perspective. They they cover it from the the perspective of a fan, which is something that I appreciate. And I know a lot of the other uh, members of the Sloopcast community, which we we have been dubbed the Sloopcats. So <laughs> we, they, we all appreciate that. Jared and Kyle have done a great job um, putting the Buckeye Sloopcast together. They are someone that I actually reached out to when Caleb and I had this idea to, to get started. Um, so I can't praise them enough. If you're a Buckeye fan... If you're looking some, for uh, someone to listen to, even a great community to join as a Buckeye fan, they have a Discord um, where you can join uh, as a public member or be a member of their Patreon. Um, and there's always something going on on Discord for game day and any day. Uh, they put out episodes. It's about every day. Now they were doing once a week, and they used to twice a week during the season, but now they're they're off and running. They've got this podcasting thing down, so they go uh once once a day now and make shorter episodes and do different segments every day so I, again I, if you're a buckeye fan please go go check out the buckeye salute cast listen to jared and kyle um and i and i promise you will not be disappointed what's your uh what's your top one there my guy yeah, well my top podcast is pardon my take by barstool sports featuring pft and big cat um I listen to that one, and those dudes are absolutely hilarious. They, the guests that they have, and just kind of what we're shooting for with this show, where you, it's just casual. I mean, there's a point to it, but it's casual banter. And when they bring on the guests, they're not asking them like, "Oh, you know, some serious, serious question." Like, we're not here to do that. I want to get to know the person, and how do you get to know them by? I mean, you got to ask them the questions that nobody's going to ask. That's hilarious or that's, 
you know, maybe a little bit too far, like, that's kind of what we're kind of shooting for on this, I feel like. And those guys are great examples. They obviously have a huge audience, not anything compared to what we have. But it's – I think we can kind of model our shows kind of off of what they do. Not totally, but just a little bit from some of the things they do, so – Right, you got to take your inspiration where you can get it. Right. And, uh, you know, people who are that successful are obviously doing something right. Yep. Aside from the fact that the owner's a Michigan fan, but we won't go there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, my second one on the list, uh, it's a little bit of a niche thing, um, but it's Hardcore History uh, by Dan Carlin. Um, if you're a history fan, if you like uh, learning about interesting things, I would definitely recommend the Hardcore History series by Dan Carlin. And the one that I recommend to anyone that ever asks me about podcasts um, is the Wrath of the Cons series by Dan Carlin. Um, if you've ever heard about the history of the cons uh, in Mongolia and, of course, Europe and Asia uh, back during that time, obviously everyone knows Genghis Khan, but it goes into more depth and you just learn the absolute ridiculous and absurd history that uh is involved with their reign throughout throughout asia and then eventually into europe so yeah it's it's super interesting i definitely recommend it again it's hardcore history by dan carlin and i specifically am recommending the wrath of the con series my second one uh i'm not gonna lie i don't really listen to that many podcasts so I had to go with what I do listen to, which, like I said in the in the intro, uh, I listen to a lot of radio. So my number two, I actually have three shows, which they actually all follow each other back to back to back. It's Morning Juice on 97.1, starts at 6 o'clock in the morning. Number two, Bishop and Laurinaitis starts at 9 a.m. And third, Rothman and Ice starts at noon. Uh, I listen to those every single day so um i i mean i really enjoy listening to them their sports banter uh not only do they have sports banter but they which obviously it's a sports show but they have so many funny like interjections and and like just funny jokes and they tell stories that aren't even related to sports like just once again a good model example of kind of where i want to go or in I think where you want to go with right. where we're going with this. Um, but I actually know uh, the host of Morning Juice, Brandon Beam. Uh, I was just in a wedding with him last week. so But I've been listening to him for quite some time. And I uh, have played, like, I can't even tell you how many countless rounds with uh, Mr. Rothman on Rothman and Ice uh, back in my uh, Callaway days. Uh, Anthony's a big Callaway guy, so... Uh, we played together quite a bit there. He's a he's an awesome, awesome dude. So, uh, yeah, just something that I feel like we could model our show after and uh, good sports talk, which yeah. I'm into. So, what a lineup for three shows in a row! I know, right? Morning radio, man, that's awesome. I well, know I used to love listening to Mike and Mike in the morning every at six a.m. every morning. So. I definitely can see where you're coming from as far as those guys. Right. Well, and Morning Juice is Brandon Beam and Bobby Carpenter, 
so you're getting an Ohio State linebacker. And then following it is Bishop and Laurinaitis, so you're getting James Laurinaitis, another Ohio State linebacker. And Bo Bishop uh, covers has covered Cleveland sports for God knows how long. So it's it's a win-win for me. And then, like I said, knowing Rothman, it, that's what makes me want to listen to them. I don't really know Matty Ice, who they call him, but... Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So yeah, that's a heck of a lineup. My last one, um, I've I've really gotten into within the past couple months. Uh, really waiting for some new episodes to come out, but it's called Lost in Sports by Ben Baskin, and uh, really what this one covers is stories throughout sports history that have kind of been lost or un untold or you maybe. You know those, you know those kind of questions like where did that guy end up, um, things like that. Like uh, for example, first episode as a Browns fan, I'll give you a little off the cuff quiz here. Have you ever heard of Masters of the Gridiron? No, no, I haven't. No. So the first episode in Lost in Sports is about Masters of the Gridiron and what it actually is. So you know, back in the 1980s, I think it was 85 when they had the Super Bowl shuffle, the Bears. Yeah. Right? So, in 1986, the Browns had the Masters of the Gridiron, where they made a full 20-minute short movie with members from the Browns football team. Um, there was a bear involved. It was kind of like a Conan ripoff. Um, I believe it was the center. Uh, last name was uh, Bab. Okay. Who... Kind of got the whole thing rolling, got his teammates involved, they filmed it. It, it. it was a huge thing back then. I mean, they had a red carpet event in Cleveland. Big thing, right? And uh, they they ended up striking a deal with the NFL to get it released and everything. And um, at the end of the day, that season, they start out 0-4. And then they ended up winning like 9 of their last 10 games, something like that. Um, and they... Uh, uh, after they released the video, they went on that big run and and were bound to make the Super Bowl. Everyone thought they're you know it's it's destiny, right? And then, hate to say it, my Broncos came along. And for all you Browns fans out there, you know what happens next: the drive, right? And and they found out that actually they had a national uh, distribution deal set for that movie if the Browns made the Super Bowl. And they got killed by that 99-yard drive. Wow. So that distribution deal never happened. And Masters of the Gridiron is on YouTube, I, I believe. You can go out there and watch it. But because of the drive by John Elway, the 99 yards, uh, it's a forgotten story and it's lost in sports. So that's just one of the stories I highlight. Um, but there's some crazy stuff out there. The second episode, um, they talk about... I believe there's an episode on the NCAA football game. There's an episode on Evander Holyfield's ear that Mike Tyson bit off. Um, there's just great stories out there that you don't necessarily uh, know about, hear about often. So uh, if you're a sports fan, definitely check out Lost in Sports again by Ben Baskin. Uh, and you will not be disappointed. I feel like Ben really slipped up, and he should have called his show Lost in the Sauce. <laughs> That's a perfect name. I feel like that would have been much catchier, and a lot more people would have tuned into that. And, I mean, really, 
it sounds like it's what happens to every single or in every single episode somebody gets lost in the sauce right i know we might be by the end of this episode exactly uh my third and final one this is real weird not gonna lie to you so when i'm driving in the morning going to deliver beer when i go up to cleveland uh when i was first training uh, this dude would, I mean, he would just flip through radio stations that was training me. And, I, I mean, we'd listen to everything, country, rock, blah, 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 blah. Well, one one day it's like 7 o'clock in the morning, and he, like, frantically is flipping to this channel. And it's 100.7 WMMS Cleveland is what it's called. And the show is called Rover's Morning Glory. And <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. They interview people and talk about the wackiest shit you could ever imagine. And it's so off the wall that it, you just die laughing because you're like, why Why would anybody talk about this? And I didn't know a show like this existed on the radio. I didn't even know you could talk about some of the shit that they talk about on the radio. But ever since then... Every time I go to Cleveland, I have to turn it on at least for like a little bit of the drive and check it out. Uh, it's this guy who they call Rover. He's the host. And then there's like five or six people that literally all talk. And they just like bicker with each other. They have callers from all over the United States calling. I mean, it is – it's hilarious. I mean, it's definitely worth checking out if you're ever going to Cleveland. It's – I think just during the week, like – Six in the morning to like ten a.m. or something like that. So obviously you can't listen to it. Besides that, unless you want to go on like iHeartRadio app or something like that. But uh, yeah. sounds like it's some old like Bob and Tom vibes. Oh, or, uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, one of the guys' names that is on the show, they literally call him dumb. <laughs> They're like, all right, dumb. <laughs> real, <know>? real creative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's hilarious, but. Uh, yeah, it. I can't even. So it was supposed to be our favorite podcast, and I named one. So <laughs> that if that tells you anything of how this show is gonna go, it's pretty much. Well, gonna be just I mean, like radio that. is the precursor to podcasting. True, for sure. Yeah. So we're on our way. So that really wraps up our favorite podcast here. Just to give you guys uh, the the list again: uh, Buckeye Sloopcast with Jared and Kyle. Check them out if you're a Buckeye fan. Hardcore History by uh, Dan Carlin. Really recommend the Wrath of the Khan series with that. Lost in Sports by Ben Baskin. Tells stories about lost uh, lost things in sports history. Uh, Caleb had Pardon My Take by PFT and Big Cat for Barstool. Um, Bishop and Laurinaitis, Morning Juice, Morning Juice and Rothman and Ice. Uh, with lastly, Rover's Morning Glory up in Cleveland. Killing the Morning uh, Talk Show Radio. So as we move forward, this next segment is something that will be a weekly segment, and we're just going to give a Buckeye Sports update. So while this is not a Buckeye Sports podcast, um, Buckeye Sports are a big part of Columbus, and I feel like outside of football, we should definitely highlight some of the great things that the Buckeyes are doing, and maybe even some things that my alma mater, the Bobcats, are doing uh, here and there. I don't know if anyone wants to talk about uh, talk about that. To hey, be no, they're not the Zips. <laughs> they're not the Zips. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, so um, really just the first thing we'll start out with is just an overview of some of the past week events in Buckeye News. So from the football team, the we did beat Akron last weekend pretty handily. Caleb and I were not at that game. And, of course, during that game we had the big Kavon Pope issue that neither you idiot. nor I saw live, right? Yeah, No, I did not see it, but obviously I can only imagine what went down and I mean, knowing the kind of like character that an Ohio State player is supposed to hold and like the values that Day and Urban and all Trussell all brought to the Buckeyes, like what the hell are you doing? I, I mean, I was a fan of... Um, Gosh, what was that lineman's name who left the Michigan game given the Michigan crowd the uh, double birds? Like Hall or, or he was a lineman, I Michael know that. Hall. Yeah. But like I felt kind of weird about that because like that's not Ohio State's character, but then I was like, you know what? It's Michigan, so yeah, screw you guys. Right. That's awesome. But this I mean, this is towards our own fans, and then to be like, fuck Ohio State with two C's, like right. come on, Bob. Yeah, I'm kind of split on this one. So, one, the player side of me says, you just don't do that, man. He was obviously frustrated. He's He, he got waved off. He was trying to come in for a play. Got waved off. Uh, and then and then kind of lost it from there. Obviously, he's getting... The linebackers are not the best unit on, on the Buckeye defense. And he's getting passed up by um, other guys. Even Steel Chambers, who's only been a, running, or a linebacker for a couple months now. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's some frustration there, but, and, and of course, obviously the way he wasn't acted wasn't right. He's dismissed from the team. So he is, you know, reaping the, the consequences of that. But I also think about, you know, these kids are 18, 19, 20 years old and, you know, they're, they're, they're just kids at the end of the day. So I hope I, I wish him well, wherever he ends up, hopefully he gets the playing time he wants to have. Um, I, I don't think anyone should be held accountable for the rest of their life for the things they do when they're 18, 19, 20. So right. hopefully he has some success somewhere else. Uh, it's not going to be at Ohio State, though. Um, so moving on, we got C.J. Stroud starting versus Rutgers this week. Um, and, and we play Rutgers this Saturday at 3.30 in New Jersey. So uh, how do you feel about the game, man? I'm, I'm nervous. The defense, I... I mean, we did what we needed to do against Akron, but the Tulsa game, I mean, the Minnesota-Oregon game, I can understand defense having struggles. We were dealing with two fantastic football teams. Tulsa comes to town, and I'm like, okay, this is basically Akron 2.0, even though we played them first, is what I was thinking. But it's like we couldn't stop them to save our lives. I mean, we're at the game this last Saturday against Akron, and... The first drive Akron has, they score a touchdown. And I looked at you and I went, we could lose to Akron right now. That's honestly what it felt like. And so it scares me because I know that Shiano has the ability to recruit a good team, coach a good team. He's a great coach, especially defensively. I mean, think about the teams we had when he was here as the D coordinator. I mean, so many first-round draft picks. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But uh, so I'm nervous. But as a Buckeye fan, you can't not always think that your Buckeyes are going to come out on top. You know what I mean? And it's good to have Stroud back. I mean, after watching the other quarterbacks, not that they underperformed a ton, but like they don't get the reps. So what do you expect? 
Right. But I'm glad that they got some so that if we do need them, we're good. But I'm I'm glad to have Stroud back to just solidify the offense again a little bit more. Right. And as Buckeye, fatalistic Buckeye fans, Akron scores on their first drive, and we all think it, think it's over. But, I mean, we made it through that game. We did pretty well. I have, I have faith in Ryan Day, really, as a coach moving forward. I think that Matt Barnes... Uh, did a great job calling the defense last week. A lot of too high. They were running a lot of too high safeties and rolling them um, after snap as far instead of pre-snap like they had been in the past. Which uh, for don't want to get too deep into football, but you know it's it's a lot easier if for for the defense if they can disguise what they're doing a little bit. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think what I kind of am trying to enjoy about this season is it's not a, a Buckeye steamroll season. You know, it's it's really we get to go in, and there's no week that's a given. We get to enjoy it. I get to I'm I'm excited to watch Ohio State versus Rutgers tomorrow, which has never happened ever no. since they've been in the Big Ten. No. So I think I think it's a it's a good opportunity for Rutgers. I think it's they'll come out. I think they'll play well. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more at the end of this, but I, I'm looking forward to the game. Um, also, another part of this segment that we're going to move into every week is I'm just going to. Uh, kind of give everyone a quick rundown of the Buckeye sporting events that we have in Columbus this weekend. Um, I don't have the locations, but I do have um, the dates and times, and if they are televised, I'll let you know. So starting off uh, this Saturday, women's volleyball, which is ranked number eight in the number eight in the nation, is playing Maryland at 7 p.m., so if you want to catch that, it will be on BTN+. Plus. Um, so that's that's the paid subscription, I believe, for Big Ten Network. So uh, if you can't make it out and you have BTN Plus, check it out. Also, our softball team is playing BGSU Saturday at 1230. Um, and then I believe they're playing my Bobcats at 3 p.m. Uh, oh, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So moving on, Ohio State Fencing Invitational is Saturday all day. So that's the, the little sword things. I don't know if that's the proper word. But uh, my old boss actually used to be a fencer at Rutgers University. And his teammate actually went to the Olympics in fencing there. So, fun little fact. Men's ice hockey kicks its season off uh, this Saturday versus Western Michigan at 4 p.m. I believe that one's on uh, TV on Big Ten Network somewhere. Um, but, But don't hold me to that. Hopefully... Uh, as this moves on, I'll be able to find better ways to tell you what's on TV. But I'm just going off the Buckeye athletic schedule on the Ohio State site. Uh, women's soccer, they're currently 7-4, and four, and they're playing Rutgers Sunday at 4 p.m. And then our field hockey team, which is currently 6-3, and three, but they're 1-0 and oh on the conference. So they play Michigan, the big game, uh, on Sunday at 12 p.m. Uh, or, sorry, they're playing... Go up a little bit. Yep, Michigan, Sunday at 12 p.m. Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. <laughs> uh, and then so- softball's at it again, Sunday versus Pitt. And then, I don't know if you're into this one, but rifle team versus oh. Navy. All day. Sign on, me on up. Sunday. Sign so me up for some They rifle. lost their first match versus Nebraska last week, but now's their chance to... To get back on the horse, and then the last, the you, last one. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt, but you got to think that they're definitely going to lose to Navy because 
Right. If you're playing a military school in a shooting competition, let's hope. Let's just hope I mean, for the sake of the country they lose to Navy. I, I, right. I hope. <laughs> I, I certainly hope so. Uh, and then last thing, it's not part of the weekend, but as something that we're going to feature heavily on this this uh, podcast, uh, golf. So. Got the Barbara Nicholas Cup at Murfield Village in Dublin all day on Monday. So are you going to actually head over and catch that out? No, but I will say uh, this upcoming Friday I will be playing 18 holes at Murfield Village. So, Wow, I'm, not all uh, of us can be as lucky. I'm looking forward to another great round at Jack's place. So it'll be a good time. Great place. So as far as a watch guide for football this weekend, if you're a Buckeye fan, some quick games that you may want to check out. So tonight, actually, uh, which it's probably on right now as we're recording, is Iowa versus Maryland. Uh, They kicked off at 7 p.m. on FS1. Uh, Looks like Maryland is uh, plus 3.5 for the spread. Um, questions that really come out in this game for me is one is Iowa for real. Um, they're, they're up there, they're ranked, they're doing well this year, but we all know how Iowa is once they get into that meat of the big 10 schedule, are they going to crumble? And I think Maryland's got the offense to expose them to his brother at QB. I mean that you're looking at a great defense in Iowa and you're looking at a great offense in Maryland. So you just got to hope that. What I mean, depending on who you want to win in practice this last week, you got to hope that each team really kind of focused in on what they are good at. Knowing Iowa's, you know, their strength is in defense and Maryland's is in offense. And if they want to win, you're gonna have to kick the other side's ass regardless. You know what I mean? Right. So looking forward to turning that on once we finish the podcast and seeing how it turns out. Uh, moving into Saturday, some games that uh, can impact the Buckeyes and their future. One is Arkansas at Georgia. Georgia's an 18-point favorite, and this is a big one. I I'm I don't know if I'm into the Arkansas uh, on the Arkansas bandwagon yet. I mean, yet again, I don't know if I'm on the Georgia bandwagon. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't watched a single Arkansas game, or well, I watched. Who did Georgia play? Uh, Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that game, so I, I can say I watched a little bit of theirs. But I want Arkansas to win. So, I mean, they'll jump 100 spots. In the, I mean, I think they're in the top 20 already. Right. But they'll jump to number fucking four after a win versus Georgia, even though, I mean, they might not be that good. It's just right. there's so much SEC bias or whatever. But I would love to see Arkansas win because I feel like that's just going to better – Ohio State's chances if we can win out to right. get a spot in the playoff. Yeah, I just like to see Georgia lose. Period. And yeah, oh, I'd like to yeah. see Arkansas do it. I'd like to see some other teams in the SEC, quite frankly, challenge the top. It's. I mean, we think the Big Ten's been bad. I mean, it's literally been Bama and Georgia in the SEC, aside from the Auburn years where they had what Cam Newton. Right, and, and Florida last year, I guess you could say, even though they had three losses. Right. I mean, they lost to uh, LSU by, like, or I don't maybe it wasn't by a lot, but they lost, and it was, everyone was like, what? Like, right. why would you, the, LSU had, like, four wins. Right. Like, it made no sense. 
All right, moving on to another 12 p.m. game. I tried to list two for each time slot so you can switch back and forth. Is team up north versus Wisconsin, which Wisconsin's a two-point favorite uh, somehow. I guess maybe their defense. I think, I mean, Wisconsin has been Michigan's kryptonite every year. So Wisconsin's not as strong as they normally have been. And Michigan looked pretty good up until they played Rutgers last week. And, I mean, as an Ohio State fan, we can't really say much because we haven't played the best for some inferior competition either so i i think this will be a good game honestly i i think michigan has enough this year to get to get over the badger hump but um it, it, it'll be a good game and honestly as as an ohio state fan it, it may not be great to say this but we want michigan to win michigan to win as many games as as they can before we go go up north and beat them yeah you're right i mean we do want michigan to win but Personally, I want Wisconsin to win because I never want Michigan to actually win. So I'm going Wisconsin in this one. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, the other Ohio team, we got Cincinnati versus Notre Dame. We got uh, Notre Dame's defensive coordinator, used to be the coach at, at the assistant coach at Cincinnati and was, uh, uh, you know, a Buckeye player as well. So big game i think if since can pull this off there's a good chance that they could make a run to the playoffs so it'd be a nice i mean as an ohio state fan if, if they're not going to make it i'd love to see the the bearcats make it you know i root for ohio teams across the board so really it should be a really great game i think luke fickle's a great coach one of the greater coaches at a smaller school i think he's got great things ahead of him he's he did well uh at ohio state so it's a shame he's tied to one of the worst seasons we've had in the past 20 years, but he was working with what he had. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see this game. I think it'll be a good one. Yeah, give me Desmond Ritter and the Bearcats. I think he's the difference maker in that game. So Bearcats all day. Right. Next one is Oklahoma versus Kansas State. So Oklahoma is an 11-point favorite, and quite frankly, I'm not on board with it. One, Kansas State, just like Badgers are to, to Michigan, Kansas State has been the, the – kryptonite for oklahoma uh not i mean obviously it's not every year but they've given them some tough games and i think oklahoma is just not looking good this year man they they're struggling you can't be have your fans wanting to bench your supposed starting heisman quarterback for your backup who hasn't even taken a snap i mean if that tells you anything right i mean that sounds like a fan base i know but (laughs) i mean you're not wrong but (laughs) At the same time, I want Oklahoma to lose so that the Buckeyes can make it even farther. Plus, Kansas State has a game like this every year. If it's not Oklahoma this week, it's uh, Iowa State five weeks from now when they're somehow ranked number nine right. or something, and then they'll go in and beat them. So it's yeah, it's bound to happen at some point. Yeah, there. I mean, it used to be Oklahoma could just always rely on their offense to put up a ton of points, and their defense stunk. Well, now their offense ain't putting up the points, so it, it's dangerous for them. Uh, next was a game I thought would be a lot bigger going into this season. Honestly, I was on the Indiana, uh, the Indiana train moving into the season, but we got Indiana versus PSU, Penn State. Penn State's a twelve and a half point favorite. Um, I think Penn State gets this, uh, but obviously it has impacts uh, if Indiana can put it together like they did last year and pull out the win. Yeah, I think Penn State destroys them. I think it's – I mean, I don't like James Franklin at all. That's just a personal feeling. 
Um, but their team is actually great this year. They've had some great wins. I'm looking forward to when the Buckeyes get a chance to play them. That game is always great. Um, but Indiana, we'll that game. yeah, Michael Penix, he's just not what everyone thought he was going to be. So I'm I'm on PSU on this one. Yeah. Uh, next game, Boston College versus Clemson at 7:30. Clemson's a 14 and a half point favorite, and quite frankly, I'm not buying into that one either. Uh, Clemson not playing great this year. Boston College, uh, killing it. I mean, not killing it, but they're they're undefeated right now. And if they beat Clemson this week, and they they really just got to make it through the s at the the crap ACC, and they could be undefeated looking at a spot in the playoffs. Oh, so it's not out of question. Give me Jeff Halfley and the boys, right? All day. I mean, Clemson sucks. They're bad. I mean, they might go. One in however many games they play. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that bad. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Halfley is, quite frankly, one of the best coaches I've ever seen come in and make an immediate impact. He was at Ohio State for one year, right, yeah. as a defensive And then he bounced guy. and got a head coach job. He I mean, turned that's... the defense around. Obviously, he had some of the best athletes we've ever had on the defensive side. But he made an immediate impact. So, it was... I mean, I'm, I'm all on the Boston College train. I hope they can pull it out. Uh, and the, the last game we're going to highlight is the evening game, Pac-12 after dark, Arizona State versus UCLA at 10.30 p.m. I love these night games. It's something I really got into while I lived in Hawaii because in Hawaii this is like a 7.30 p.m. game, so I could always watch them. Uh, you got Dorian Thompson-Robinson at the quarterback for um, UCLA. I'm on the UCLA train. This year, I think they're going to win the Pac-12. I think they're going to beat Oregon when it comes down to it. Um, and it's because they've got someone with a hyphenated name. Uh, last time they had someone with a hyphenated name, they had Maurice Jones-Drew, which I was a big Maurice Jones-Drew fan when he went to UCLA. And I think Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to lead him to the promised land, give him to that Pac-12 championship, and get the win. Like you said, in Hawaii, you started to love Pac-12 after dark because it was a 7.30 game. Well, for us that were not in Hawaii, this game never would have been watched because we were all passed out drunk somewhere, making it impossible to actually watch the game. So I'm going to be honest. I have heard a lot about UCLA being a good team as I just destroyed my mic. Uh, so I'm going to go with them. Even though... Uh, Arizona State, don't they have uh, Herm Edwards? Isn't that their coach? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he was a weird ESPN analyst, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm still going to UCLA all there day. There you go. Bruins all the way. Yeah. All right, and then the last part of our sports segment is just going to be our OSU versus Rutgers prediction. So what was the, uh, do you remember what the spread was on this one? So we're going to go ahead and just give our score predictions. I think that this game starts out like a classic JT Barrett urban meyer era game i think going into half we're gonna be up like 24 to 14 or 24 17 something like that where ohio state fans are like oh my goodness what are we doing and then i think we'll just come out in the second half light it up shut ruckers down and put the game away we are a 15 point favorite uh against ruckers uh tomorrow um I've got Buckeyes 41, Rutgers 28. Like I said before, I feel like the Rutgers defense is 
decent enough and their offense is going to put up points on our really terrible defense. So it's going to be a close game, but we're going to, you know, Travion Henderson's going to take over the game and end up with two 85-yard touchdown rushes and take hardly any time off the clock, and that's going to be the difference because otherwise it's going to be a battle back and forth. But uh, Travion's going to make the difference, I think, in, in our game. I agree. And that closes out our sports segment. So uh, as we kind of start getting close to wrapping things up here, we're coming up on an hour, um, which that's really our goal is to to have this show be an hour or under anywhere between that half an hour to an hour long every week. Um, we, we both, I, you know, I listen to podcasts. I know once things start getting over an hour, unless you're a huge Joe Rogan fan, um, you start to tune out a little bit, and I completely understand that. As someone has a half-hour morning commute, an hour works for me. I listen to it half hour on the way down to work, half hour on the way home from work. So, um, we'll, we'll uh, that's really what we're going for what, for the the weekly podcast as far as length. Um, looking to cover you know everything from sports, news, events, and then of course our beer segment and and the other segments that. We will develop as we go. Um, finally, in the future, we're we're definitely going to have some guests starting with next week. So I'll I'll send that over to Caleb and let him fill you in on a little bit of what we got planned for the future. Yeah, we are super stoked about getting some guests on the show. It's just going to make the I mean, not that Sean and I's banter together isn't going to be good in episodes going forward, but. When we have a guest, we're just adding another element that's going to make it that much better. Um, we've got so many examples. Not going to give any names, obviously, because we haven't nailed all of them down yet. But we've got uh, some head golf professionals. We got uh, other people in the golf business. We got some social media influencers. We got some radio people. We got uh, professional athletes. We got. Uh, brewmasters, we got owners of restaurants, we got golf teachers, we got coaches, we got athletes, I mean, we got freaking everything you can imagine. So we got a whole slew of people that we'd love to get on the show. And what's great is next week, like we said before, we're going to have our very first guest, and he is a golf professional here in the great state of Columbus great state of columbus by that i mean great city of columbus hop cyclone hop cyclone it's making its debut um our first guest is going to be evan hartnett he is an assistant golf professional at columbus country club uh just got married last weekend i was in his wedding uh so looking forward to having him on talking some golf talking some college stories i mean we got a great show for next week it's gonna be hilarious that's for sure i'm looking forward to it looking forward to seeing kind of behind the curtains of of the golf uh industry that you and evan worked in and kind of getting some of the questions i got out um about about it and then hearing of course all about the the crazy stories you guys have so should be a good one make sure to tune in yeah for sure uh uh, we're gonna end this little p- segment right here, the the last little like overview with um, our very first poll question, uh, which we're gonna put on Twitter. 
Uh, so we'd love for you guys to vote on that. So uh, we can just get some interaction, you know, get some people looking into our our stuff and uh, kind of engage with you guys. So the poll question this week that's going to come out on Twitter is, what is your favorite type of beer? And the four choices are going to be IPA, lager, Kolsch, or stout. So uh, definitely check us out, Twitter, Instagram, uh, like I said before, and uh, vote on that. Um, so that way we can get some uh, interaction with you guys and you know, kind of find out what you guys are interested in, which is going to make each and every episode better. So I think we got one more segment here. Coming up, Sean and I are just going to head out after this with uh, our favorite spots here in Columbus. We're going to do our three food spots in Columbus, our top three things to do, top three breweries, and then we're going to call it an episode. Uh, We're not going to go into too much detail, but we're just kind of kind of give everybody kind of what we like. So starting with uh, our favorite food spots here in Columbus, uh, my three are Carsoni's. Uh, not biased because I used to work there when I was in college, but it is a fantastic spot. Uh, Hot Chicken Takeover and Habaneros, uh, which is right here in Hilliard, and they have a couple other locations, but great Mexican food. It's so good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Pearl, which I've only been to the one out here in Dublin. Amazing. you got to get a reservation to get in, but it's amazing food. Uh, new thing since I've come to Columbus, Swenson's. I love their burgers. I think they're amazing. you got to wait a little bit. Except and for it, the galley boy, that shit's garbage. All right. And it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but it's amazing. I'd take that over like five guys or anything any day. And the last thing on the pizza side, Flyers. Flyers Pizza here in Columbus is absolutely amazing, man. I, I, can't, I can't just praise it enough. Barbecue chicken from there, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, our top three favorite things to do, mine are... Uh, play golf. I mean, we are literally the hub of golf here in the state of Ohio. Got every single place you can imagine. Uh, so great golf to be played here. Uh, another cool thing, the Columbus Ale Trail. There's like 50-some-odd breweries on there now. You can check out all their beers, check out their locations. Every place is incredible now. Um, and then finally, we got the Clippers, we got the Blue Jackets, we got the Crew, we got the Buckeyes. All these things local right here. You can go to a sporting event for literally every season. So, I mean, you can't beat it. Columbus is a great town. Right. Uh, as for me, living out here on the Dublin Hilliard area, things I love going. Me and the wife really love going up to Bridgemark. They got the the market up there. Um, really, as of recent, they have like live music down there every. Uh, Friday and Saturday night. All kinds of great places to eat. Some of the best places in Columbus. Cap City Diner. Um, they got Urban Myers Pint House up there. All great places. I absolutely love going up there and hanging out. Um, Old Town Hilliard is another great place where they got Crooked Can. Um, some great places to eat. They do live music down there during the week. So absolutely love going up there. And then the last one is just Buckeye Games for me. Buckeye Football Games. Grew up going to them with my family. There's no better place to be on a Saturday in the fall than game day uh, in Columbus, in my opinion. So, absolutely love Buckeye game day. Yeah. Three great things. Also love doing those. Next three are top three breweries here in Columbus. Mine are somewhere in particular, which is uh, off Bethel. Fantastic place. I 
every time I've been there, there's hardly anybody there. But a little uh, unknown secret there, fantastic pizzas. They're like personal size, but absolutely fantastic. Uh, second, Land Grant. It's a staple. So many good beers. The brewery is an awesome place. You can't beat it. And third, in Powell, uh, there's another brewery there. Uh, but my favorite personally there is Ill-Mannered. Super small spot. The beers are delicious. And they have actually a South African food food truck. The last couple times I've been there outside. And I love trying new stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can't. you can't go wrong with any of those. My three breweries, Derive Brewing, right there off of uh, North High. I've been there once. Absolutely loved everything I got there. Pretty small place, but pretty cool atmosphere. Absolutely loved it. And I actually had some somewhere in particular there as well. And absolutely loves it somewhere in particular. Next is uh, Crooked Can out here in Hilliard. Absolutely love it. Um, great place. They got food. They got all kinds of beer from all over Columbus. We just celebrated Ohio Pint Day or. Correct. National Pint Day or whatever the hell it was. Check, check the Instagram. Uh, Ohio Pint Day. Big 2021. deal. 2021. Big deal. And the last one is I'm a little biased because I bought into this uh, when they got started and, and kind of have some investment in the company. But it's Saucy Brew Works. Um, they got one up in Cleveland and now they got one down here. Um, haven't made it to the Columbus one. But it's great. I, I love Saucy Beer. That's uh, so good. It's some of my favorite to buy and just have in the fridge. So delicious stuff well thank you guys for tuning in to our very first episode uh hopefully they're going to get a little bit cleaner a little bit better as we continue on and like we said we got a guest evan hartnett coming on next week uh next week we're actually going to be recording on thursday because your boy's in a wedding so the episode will be up friday or thursday friday morning thursday night uh rather than like it is tonight on a friday night um, so that's all I got to say. Thank you guys for tuning in, Sean. Yeah. Want to hit it out? Thanks again for, for listening tonight, guys. Again, don't be afraid to follow us on Twitter at Columbus underscore uncut and on Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. You can also fo- uh, follow Caleb and I on those uh, platforms as well. And we'll hope you'll continue to uh, cut us into a little bit of your lives. Uh, And thanks again for joining us on the first episode of Columbus Uncut Podcast. I do the same thing I told you that I never would Told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay I do the same thing I told you that I never would Told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay Strong.